Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. Lots to talk about. Lily Tang Williams is running for U.S. representative out of the great state of New Hampshire, District 2. Uh, she's a Republican. The primary is until September, which is really late. Uh, we'll have her on to talk about China's influence on our situation here. What the progressives in this country are trying to do and how she compares it to her homeland, which is China, and what she saw under Mao. Mao was alive while well, she was alive, and then he died when she was like 12, and that changed everything for her. We'll have her on hour number two. Make sure you stick around for that. We've got a lot more uh, coming your way as well on your Tuesday. Yes, indeed. Hi. Let's go. La da 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 dee 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 da da. Chocolate boys back. How you doing, Carrie? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing well. Better now that you're here. Yeah. Polo's in the house. We can uh, show people the polo. I think we can. Bam, look at that. And Sam making it happen, too. Let's go. Crazy Train Tuesday, and it in fact is. Had a little liquid sunshine in our area today. Is that going to continue, Carrie? What do you think? Yes, it will, actually. There is another chance tonight and tomorrow, too. We need Mo. Yeah, we do. I want some Mo. Um, For those who don't know, South Central Texas, where we are, and the San Antonio area hasn't had rain, I think, since 1973. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. It feels like it. Pretty it dry. does. Yeah. Uh, so we, we got some rain, um, and it, it feels good. It looks good. I mean, uh, suddenly uh, things are looking a little greener. It's odd. Almost immediately they started turning greener, mm-hmm. which is uh, very, very interesting to me. So um, uh, make sure that, that you, you send us a little bit of a rain dance or a prayer that rain continues. We need some more here uh, for sure. So, so things very brown. Up where you live? Extremely, yes. Yes. And again, I mean, I like the I like the weather in South Central. Don't get me wrong. But you need some rain every once in a while. I'm a, I'm a sun guy. I'm a Leo. Real, yeah. So I need sun. But, but I mean, you need some rain. Yeah, it was extremely dry. So everybody was suffering. Now, people, you know, parts of North Texas, I think they got a little too much. Um, so right now it's like feast or famine, defend, you know, depending on where you are in Texas right now. So uh, feel free. In North Texas, to send some this way. Mm. We don't want you to be overloaded. I know there's a flooding. I, I know that the, the governor actually came out and talked about it. Um, it. You know what's interesting to me, Carrie? I get these emails every day from people who don't know who I am or what I do. Yeah. And and uh, the one email I got today was, hey, good news, because I know that you've been writing on your blog about climate change. <laughs> we can get you this guest or the other one. I just write back and I say, dude. Climate changes. We have nothing to do with it. It's not cow farts. And look up who it is you're sending email to. Yeah, they don't. They just send it out. You're talk show host. And, and okay, you're on our list. Yeah. But it's not even that. They, they said, so we know you've been writing about it. Oh. Hmm. hmm. Everybody knows I don't know how to write, first yeah, of all. Well, this is true. Yeah. Not much of a reader writer. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, they don't, they, they have no clue. You know how long it takes to find out who the hell I am? And it's not a good thing or a bad thing. You might (laughs) hate me when you find out. It's like a second. You put in Joe Pags. I'm about to send this email to this guy. Let me find out who this is. That's too much work. It's too much trouble. No, no, no. They'll just go ahead and send it to you. And if you delete it, fine. If you ignore it, fine. Maybe they'll get a bite out of somebody. Oh, no. I wrote back. I wrote back. Yeah. Of course you did. Yeah. 
My SUV and cow farts have nothing to do with the climate changing, which is what it does all the time. Mm. So, um, yeah, I I love getting those kind of emails where they just don't. Like Al Sharpton's people send me emails all the time. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's funny. What, are you, what are you doing? You what is have wrong him with on you? The show, yeah, that would be interesting. Oh, he'd come right on. I think that would be entertaining. Yeah, Reverend Al, who's not a reverend at all. I don't revere the guy. He will not be coming on the show. So it's just I find it interesting. And again, I get it that you'll put some big media list together, and once you do that, then you're just going to send out a mass email. You know, it's interesting because we were so in well with the the Trump organization or the Trump administration. That when he was the president, we would get all sorts of stuff. See, we would get emails every day from like high-level people in the administration. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Some of them, of course, well, all of them have changed over. So now we're getting emails from Jennifer Granholm's energy department. I'm like, don't you realize I don't, don't support anything you're doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, or the transportation, hey, good news. Secretary Buttigieg is going to take a month off with his kids. You know, I'm like, why are you sending me, don't you understand that you've got to like make your own list? So I guess they came no. in. And they decided they would use the same old list, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. pretty much. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's too much work. Enough. It's too much trouble. Mm-mm. I'm not going to change it. You know, it, it, like if you sign up for my mailing list, which by the way, everybody should, hmm. JoePags.com and click on subscribe. Um, that's because you wanted to. And if you start getting email from me, it goes out at least once a day, if not more. If you don't like it, you just click on unsubscribe. Can't the people that are sending out the emails make it that simple, too? They could, but they won't. I guess not. Mm-mm. I guess not. Mm-mm. So I want to talk in this hour about who is to blame for things. And I'm generally speaking the guy that thinks the person who did it is to blame. But then when it gets into a situation where there's groupthink and almost a cult-like following and experience maybe the organizers are to blame as well. And and that's it's a very, very strange gray area for me because I truly believe that the riots of 2020 around George Floyd, those who killed people, 26 or 27 innocent people died, those who killed people, those who looted, those who vandalized, those who did bad things are the ones who did the bad things. But then you step back a little bit and you go, well, why are we here? George Floyd was a criminal. He was a bad guy. He was on drugs that day. He tried to pass a fake bill or something. Uh, he's a guy who had an arrest history that nobody would be proud of. Does that mean he should have been killed with a, a knee on his neck? No. Nope. And I think that that's been adjudicated. And I think the guy Chauvin is now um, appealing. But that's been adjudicated. The guy was found guilty. And that's it. Justice has been served. But they were acting as if This were Martin Luther King Jr., which, of course, it wasn't. George Floyd was a bad guy. He was not a good guy. I mean, they've got pictures of him and murals of him and statues of him in George Floyd freaking square. It doesn't make any sense. But the reason why we have that is the result of groupthink. And groupthink made him some sort of deity, made him a saint, which, of course, he wasn't. Now, again, I don't think he should be dead. Uh, I, I am for justice. True justice is if the guy was killed out of malice and uh, and it was criminal, then the person who did it should face the charges, which is what happened. And the guy was found guilty, sent to prison, Derek Chauvin. But what the media made George Floyd and what Black Lives Matter, the organization, made George Floyd and what people like Sharpton and, and others made George Floyd, I think... 
ginned up this hatred that burned down hundreds of, of different shops and stores in Minneapolis that had people take down a police precinct and that ended up across the country in the deaths of more than two dozen innocent people. Well, now the wife of, the family of, one of those innocent people that was killed is going after Black Lives Matter, the organization. And the question I'll have for you, those of you who are watching and listening is, does Black Lives Matter have anything to answer for? Does that organization have any culpability? Do they have any responsibility for the death and mayhem that was caused by their lives that summer? Carrie, what do you have for me? Um, okay, this is from the New York Post. In a scathing op-ed, the wife of a slain black St. Louis police captain accused the Black Lives Matter movement and other progressive activists such as Vice President Kamala Harris of dividing America, blasting them as supervillains. Ann Dorn, a retired sergeant from the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department and widow of Captain David Dorn, wrote in the op-ed published with Fox News Tuesday that her husband's death was the product of Democrats and left-wing activists pushing an anti-law enforcement sentiment across the country. Ultimately, David was murdered because the people who are supposed to protect our streets, active-duty police officers, were ordered not to do their jobs. It is clear the anti-law enforcement sentiment that has been fueled in this country by Democrat and left-wing activist rhetoric has gone too far, Dorn wrote. Yes, there are bad cops out there, but addressing bad policing by ordering no policing at all is not a solution. It is extremist, it is dangerous, and it cost my husband his life. As she reflected on her 14-year marriage to the police captain up until he died in June 2020 during riots in St. Louis. Dorn revealed her husband had been retired from the police force at the time, but never retired from serving his community. One of our friends owned a pawn shop, which was only 10 minutes from her house, but nearly an hour away from where our friend lived. And because of this, David was... And here is an ad. Mm. Uh, Because of this, David was the point of contact for the alarm system and would check on the shop whenever the alarm went off. He'd been doing this for 30 years, Dorn said, as she wrote that his Black Lives Matter's protests descended upon the city, leaving buildings burned and businesses looted. Her husband responded to the pawn shop alarm, knowing that the city was consumed by violence and chaos. When he arrived at the shop, David confronted a few of the riders outside, one of whom was a man named Stephen Cannon. David told them it wasn't worth it. There was little of value in the shop that wasn't tightly locked up. Moments later, Cannon shot David in the chest. He bled out on the sidewalk. The widow continued. All right, so she's suing She's suing specifically the organization Black Lives Matter? Because she is, right? I mean, that's yes. what it seems like. Because early on in the story, well, they said Black Lives Matter movement. But I would assume that she's suing directly the organization, right? It doesn't really say, but yes. I mean, she accused the BLM movement and other progressive activists of dividing America. Well, I think she's got a case. Now, let me throw this out there. Hitler was a really bad guy. And I know that when you bring up Hitler, people go, oh, he's saying Hitler. I can't believe he's saying Hitler. Well, Hitler was a really bad guy. He convinced the citizenry of Germany that what he was doing was good for them. It was the right thing. And then he had the Hitler Youth where he was teaching kids from the youngest age that, you know, being a master race was the right way to go and kill anybody who's not. And then he took over the media. And and I can make comparisons to today's American media. Um, And through that media, he told lies about what was really going on. So let's now go from that example, which we know happened in history, to 2020. George Floyd was made a saint. Um, The police were all made to be evil, horrible, and racist. 
they were all made to, to, to be dispensable. We don't need police anymore. We got to get rid of them. Let's defund the police, disarm the police, disband the police. And the more they said that, the more people went on the rampage. People bought into it. Now, bad people did bad things in those riots. But then you have a complicit media, almost like the propaganda you had in Germany back in the day, that was saying, I mean, literally, and Carrie, you saw these pictures in this video. Mm-hmm. You've got reporters on CNN standing in front of burning warehouses saying yeah. mostly peaceful protests. Uh, yes, that is true. Telling a narrative that just was not the case. So were they complicit? If I'm this family and the family of anybody who was injured or killed or or whose business was lost for good, I might sue the media too for lying, for for acting as if something was going that wasn't going on. But then again, I go back to personal responsibility. The guy that pulled the trigger that killed Captain Dorn um, did face the music. I think he might have been convicted a few days ago, as a matter of fact. Um, but that doesn't mean that those who ginned up the trouble, those who, like Hitler didn't go around killing anybody. I don't know if Hitler killed anybody, but he certainly led people to kill millions. So Black Lives Matter, which is an organization to enrich a few people, this Patrice Cullors and a few others, was really only put together to enrich them so they could buy mansions and live the high life and, and hire their own personal security. It wasn't really about stopping police brutality. It wasn't really about racism. It wasn't really about defunding the police. It was a scam to enrich a few people. And I think that they probably are responsible and culpable when it comes to the madness that was in the media, the madness that was happening in the streets of big cities around this country, and the death and destruction that happened as well. Your thoughts are welcomed. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks. It is the Joe Pags Show. If you prefer to watch the show, you can always go to JoePags.com. J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on Watch Now. Take you to our Twitch channel. You can uh, chat in that in that channel. You can mix it up. You can sub. You can do all sorts of stuff in there. Make sure you stop by if you want to see it. We'll have Lily Tang Williams on Hour 2. You can watch the interview as, w- as well as hear the interview. She's actually from China. She's been here a long time, but she came from China, and she sees what's happening here and compares it directly to what she saw happen under Mao in, uh, in China. You're not going to want to miss that interview. She's running for U.S. Uh, representative out of the great state of New Hampshire. So make sure you go and check that out. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. If you want to, uh, if you want to talk about BLM, should, should they be on the hook? When somebody gins up violence like that organization did, and like the media did in the summer of 2020, is that something that should make them responsible or culpable when bad things happen? I can tell you, I'm on the fence. I'm leaning towards yes, because they're just about self-aggrandizement, self-enrichment, and they lied to get people to hate each other racially so they could buy themselves mansions. Should they be held accountable? It's a very interesting question. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. The clock is ticking. Congress is constantly working on raising the debt ceiling, not lowering debt, 
not lowering expenditures, not living within a budget. They're always looking to raise the debt ceiling. You can't do that. I can't do that. When we're out of money and the credit card and the credit cards and the and the checkbooks say zero balance, that's what it is. You can't change the debt ceiling. So why not get some help if you're suffering? If you're buried in bills and trying to keep up with the credit cards, signature loans, internet loans, and timeshares, get off the treadmill, get some total financial freedom. If you have more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial Freedom has, doing a, uh, has been doing a great job for more than 15 years now, helping people like you resolve their debts and cut payments. Give them a call right now. Tell them your personal situation, 800-833-9444. When you do that, mention my name, Joe Pags, and get the free book, The Debt Dietitian. Again, get that free book when you call and find out how easy it is to cut your payments. You're going to appreciate their team. Like-minded people, zero complaints, A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call Total Financial right now, 800-833-9444. That's 1-800-833-9444. Make that happen and make it happen right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. It's going to be line two. Robert's in Florida. Hi, Robert. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. What's happening? So, um, you know, I don't believe in the, uh, much like you, I think the person who committed the crime should be accountable. But in today's world, with this kangaroo court going on with uh or uh, the, the January 6th riot and, and trying to blame Trump for this thing. I mean, uh, under that criteria, absolutely Black Lives Matter should be held accountable and, and to much more, along with the media. I agree with you. Well, I think I it's having to sort of yeah. Go ahead. tit for tat, but, you know, it seems like that's the world we live in. Well, I think it would be tit for tat. I'm going to explain it to you, Robert. Listen on the phone if you don't mind, or listen on the radio if you don't mind. The January 6th commission is trying to say that Trump somehow is responsible or or culpable was the leader of the January 6th riot at the Capitol. He certainly, you know, drew hundreds of thousands of people to Washington to protest the, um, the election and to make sure that those in the House and Senate were going to challenge the electors' votes. That's why they were there. And it was, the vast majority was peaceful. Yet a few hundred people that went and did bad things at the Capitol, they rioted, they've all been arrested. Many of them don't even get bail, so the Eighth Amendment doesn't matter. They're still behind bars. But to allege that Trump was responsible, there is no evidence whatsoever that he ever said anything that would make him responsible. This is why it's not tit for tat. At the end of the day, Trump said, go and peacefully make your voice heard. Patriotically go down there and let them know how you feel. He didn't say go and barge in. He didn't say go and burn the place down. He didn't say go beat up cops. He didn't say that at all. Black Lives Matter conversely said defund the police. They're all racist. Defund the police. Disarm the police. The police are the racists. They're a bunch of Jim Crow. They hate black people. They're killing black people. Like you wouldn't believe they see a black guy, they want to kill him. None of that was true. So I think there's a different dynamic there. So I get that if they say Trump was responsible, therefore Black Lives Matter is responsible. Here's my problem. Trump wasn't responsible whatsoever. And I can make a really good argument that Black Lives Matter is what ginned up all that violence and all that hatred. And they still do today. Although people are waking up to him, suddenly they can't find a bunch of millions of dollars. That I don't know where it is. We have an accounting snafu. And they're buying at least three mansions I know of. One in California, I think Toluca Lake. One in the Atlanta area. One in, one in, in Canada all for millions and millions of dollars. So we have verifiable proof of who this organization is. Trump never said or did anything that would have caused January 6th. I think that's the difference, and it's a major difference. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Much more to come. Stay here. This is The Joe Pags Show. 